If you're not working on the stuff that'll make self-care stick long-term, you're trying to skip to the end and you're hoping that everything will be fine, and it won't be fine. We need to talk this out. Let's go. Self-care isn't easy. It requires doing hard things. Being uncomfortable is mandatory. It's not for the weak, and it's not for the fragile. But that's okay. We don't mind. Because we are weakless. Hey everybody, welcome back to A Moment of Weakless. This is episode 43, and I haven't done an episode in a little while. I sort of feel like I've said everything that I wanted to say with this project, but occasionally something will jump into my mind and I'll feel like I need to check back in with you, and that's what we're doing today. So we need to go over this order of importance thing and talk about where you're putting your energy in your self-care practice I have alluded to the idea, maybe even said it directly someplace in the last 42 episodes, that the huge majority of self-care will be psychological in nature. It'll be about you working on your mindset. And that is a point that most people, I think, just kind of let fall by the wayside. And they misunderstand the adaptation of the brain and the mind while they try to make a bunch of adaptation happen in the body. So what do I mean by that? Your mind is a product of whatever you've been doing with it. However you've been using it, it has adapted to that. And you have thought patterns that follow those myelinated pathways in your mind. And you have knee-jerk reactions that are just similar and pretty much predictable over and over and over again. For example, if you are a self-deprecator, you've been practicing self-deprecating for a long time, you regularly look for ways to self-deprecate. You might see somebody that you think looks better than you, and instantly you are talking about your own body in your mind and how it's lacking and how you don't like it. So you're incapable of looking at other human beings and just living outwardly and saying, that's a person over there. You're going to use that for self-deprecation if self-deprecation is what you've been practicing. If stress is what you've been practicing, it's the same thing. You're going to get more stressed out than you need to when a new stressor comes into your life. You've myelinated these pathways and turned your mind into that kind of machine. Just like when you go into the gym and you do a lot of bicep curls, you get bigger biceps. And in order to have a mind that works differently, you're going to have to use it differently. And that's hard work. It isn't easy. Admittedly, it takes a lot of effort because you've got to get to a place where you are tagging self-deprecation in your mind and then working on it and eliminating it, laughing at it, getting to a place where it feels ridiculous, and then walking away to brand new thoughts, not trying to change those thoughts and saying things like, I just said I'm fat, so now I'm going to say I'm pretty. It's, I just said I'm fat, and this is a ridiculous thing for me to be doing. What do I want when I say this stuff? And now I'm going to go do something else with my big, beautiful human brain. And you have to do that more often than you self-deprecate eventually. So again, it's a lot of hard work. But my point today is that if you have a mind that is a self-deprecation or stress or rumination machine, you have a mind that is literally never going to allow you to do long-term self-care. You have a mind that is like most people's minds, and it will throw you off the wagon on a regular basis. 
this stressor is too big, so I'll get back on track when it's over, when this project at work is over, or when my kid isn't sick, or whatever it is. Or you're telling yourself that you're terrible often enough that you're constantly trying to fix yourself instead of just taking really good care of yourself for all the right reasons. And we've touched on that tons of times in this podcast. You will never actually be doing self-care. You'll always be trying to fix yourself. You'll never be just thinking to yourself, I deserve a good life. There's no reason why I don't. So I'm going to take really good care of myself to make my life better. I'm not going to try to make me better. My value is inherent. I'm as valuable as everybody else out there. And what I call self or I is very small. And everything else is just a bunch of stuff that I either own, like my body fat, or that I do, like my self-deprecation. And I can change all of these things. I can go out there and get to work on all of that stuff. But first, I have to get these myelinated pathways out of my head that are going to hold me down. Those things that are going to constantly keep me in that place where it can't really be called self-care, where I am trying to change myself into something that I'll finally stop insulting in the mirror. So if you want to be able to do long-term self-care and take care of yourself forever for all the right reasons, in that 5% that we talked about a few podcast episodes back, and I do hope that you've been listening to these things in order because I've been building on past episodes. But if you want to get into that 5%, that person who looks in the mirror and says, you know what, I could be taking better care of myself. I think I'm going to go do that. And then you go do it as easily as you would mow your lawn. It's just a bunch of actions. It's not emotional, but it does dramatically enhance your life. If you want to get into that group, you're going to have to get out of your own way. So are you working on that? Are you doing that work? Are you trying to change the way you use your mind so that you can remyelinate those pathways and have a different mind driving the bus? Are you working on that? There's a good chance that you're not. There's a good chance that you are among the huge majority and you're out there trying to change things in order to change the way you feel. In other words, I can't be happy until my pants are the right size. When in reality, your pants are never going to be a healthy size until you're thinking right, until you are happy, until you're happy with you. You're never going to take care of somebody you don't like. You're going to have to like yourself to take care of yourself for the right reasons. Or again, you're always going to be trying to fix yourself. And that path leads nowhere. That path leads to only a bunch of starting and stopping. You keep finding yourself back at the starting line, looking for the next trick, the next guru, the next diet, whatever it is, that's finally going to make you happy. And I'm telling you, it will not work that way. Most people listening to this will have to say that they are out there focusing on exercise and carbs and maybe even sleep. And they're trying to do all this stuff. And maybe the things that they're trying to do are healthy, but they're trying to do it all in order to change themselves so that their thoughts will change so that they will stop abusing themselves in their own minds so that they can put that bully in their head to rest once and for all. And it won't work that way. That bully has to go away first. And if that bully doesn't go away first, again, you're always trying to fix yourself, which means you are always at that place where you're asking yourself, what do you hate more right now? Do you hate your body more than the fact that you have to give up cookies? Or are you kind of okay with your body today? You know, you're wearing the right shirt and it doesn't show that one roll. And maybe you've even lost a few pounds so you can get away with eating some cookies, right? And all of your self-care decisions will come down to this question of what you hate more. 
Not what you love more. You're not running at this awesome life that you're building. You're trying to get away from suck. And that mindset has to be fixed for this to become something like a hobby for you, something that you really enjoy, where you enjoy all the parts of it, even the really hard parts of it. Because when you do the hard things, you get more self high fives and you get to feel more like a champion and you're more proud of yourself at the end of the day. All of this being fun and energizing and something that you can be passionate about, not I have to keep trying to change me. I'm on this journey to some fictitious there where I'll finally be good enough. I'm telling you, if you're not working on that part, then you are in for a lot more starting and stopping. And until that changes and you jump that fence and join that 5%, you're going to continue to struggle. So are you working on that? What happened yesterday or today? If you're listening to this at the end of the day, what has happened in the last 24 hours? How many times did you work on the way that you talk to yourself? How many times did you work on how you manage stress, on how you set aside self-deprecation, social comparison, rumination? What are you doing about those things? Are you hoping when you're stressed out that you'll finally get through this stressor so that you can stop being stressed out? Or are you working on the stress so that you can go face the stressor stress-free? When you're ruminating, are you sitting there wallowing in it for hours until you finally just wash ashore in that river through no fault of your own? You're just suddenly going, ooh, that was rough. Wow, I really had a tough few hours there. Or did you do work to try to swim to shore and get out of that river instead of bouncing off all the rocks and going over the falls? How many times in the last 24 hours did you ask yourself, what am I thinking right now? And engage with those negative thoughts. If that isn't the work that you're doing, I'm telling you, this doesn't go any place that will stick. You're not going to get to a place where you do self-care like it's just your thing. Like you are in love with it, happy with it. You're enhancing your life, not trying to fix yourself. And it's all fun and wonderful. And you can say that you truly enjoy the process and you're not focused on long-term outcomes where you finally run through some tape and it's over. You're there now. You have to be working on this stuff. And I've been making this point since the very beginning. First, we have to make peace with discomfort so that we can open this door and do this work. I haven't been telling you this whole time that you need to make peace with discomfort so you can do more reps in the gym or you can walk farther or you can get through cravings and give up sugar. Yes, all of that will be much easier when you are stronger and you're weakless and your comfort zone is wider. But the real point is to widen that comfort zone enough that you can sit inside those negative emotions. You can be with them. You can ask questions about them so that you don't have to feel this way again tomorrow. That's the stuff that's going to allow you to take care of yourself long term. Are you doing that work? If you're not, and if you insist on saying, whatever, Jason, you're crazy. I'm just going to go back to trying to get my pants to be the right size and then everything will be great. I just want you to understand that you have been warned and you should pretty easily be able to look back into your own history and look around in the world that you live in and see that nobody is doing anything other than what I'm saying right now. The people that make this stuff stick long-term are the people with the right mindset. And that mindset is one of actual self-care, not that desire to fix themselves. It's those people in 
the 5%, those people that can say, I really just want my life to be more awesome. And I'm not going to get in my own way by constantly telling myself that I need to be something else in order to finally be good enough or that I need to go off the rails with my self-care for a while because I can't manage these thoughts in my head like stress and rumination, self-deprecation, social comparison. When these thoughts show up, they throw me off the rails because I just can't take it. It's all too hard right now and cookies make me feel better. If you don't fix those things, just understand that you have been warned. The work that you're doing is probably going to be something like 80 to 90% psychological, 80 to 90% mindset work if this stuff is going to stick for you long term. And you're going to be able to truly develop this skill of self-care instead of trying to reach some destination. Please, please give this some thought. I'm constantly asking you at the end of every podcast to do this, but this is one of those things like that discussion we had about the 5% versus the 95% and how your diet is an insult and numerous other things that we've talked about on this podcast in fairness. But this is another one of those things that if you don't wrap your head around this, you will perpetually struggle. That's not what I want for you. And I know that's not what you want for you if you really think about it. As always, if you want a head start on all this, you want the Discomfort Zone Workshop and especially the Weakless Challenge inside the Discomfort Zone Workshop, and you can get that in the show notes or you can go to beweakless.com. But whatever you do, either wrap your head around this concept that we're talking about today and get to work on the stuff that matters or make peace with the fact that the path you're on goes in a big circle right back to the starting line. I hope this helps. We'll talk soon. Take care.